Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. send you to labor unrewarded, unpaid, unloved, unsought, and unknown, to suffer from scorns, confess, and mockers. So I send you to labor for me alone. I send you to bind the broken to work and to weep over lost and wandering souls, to bear the burdens of a lost and dying world. So I send you to dwell for me alone. Oh, Jesus said unto them, my disciples, Peace be unto you, my children. As my Father had sent me, even so I send you now. So I send you to be a leader who seeks for the presence, a leader whose eyes see the visions of God, and a leader whose ears are open to his word, and a leader who's guided continually by the Lord. I send you to live your life's ambition, to die to your desires and your self-will, to suffer for long in the fields of heaven, 
us. So I send you to dwell for my sake. Oh, Jesus said unto them, my disciples, peace be unto you, my children. Whoa, as my father had sent to me, even so, oh, even so, I send you now. If you're looking for someone to send, would you send me to the cast me away? My father sent me, so I am sending you. Even so, oh, oh, even so, I send you now. Would you go, would you go, 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 go now? Peace be unto you, my children. Whoa, as my father had sent to me, even so, oh, even so, I send you now. If you're looking for someone to send, please send me to, don't cast me away. My father sent me, so I am sending you. What a blessing, what an honor, Lord. Hallelujah. So now, with a standing ovation. Relax, relax. Just stand. Just stand. I've not said anything. I just said with a standing ovation. Why are you shouting? You do have a mommy who say that I'm the one who has taught you to like shouting. Relax. Hallelujah. Now with a shout. <laughs> Let's invite our mother with a big round of applause. And with a big shout, glory! Hallelujah! Come on, you want to do it better for Jesus? Is that your best? Oh, 
Hallelujah. Those of you on the sound, help me a little. Hallelujah. It's a blessing to be here with you tonight. Amen. And in fact, tell your neighbor, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. What am I surprised? I'm surprised to see all of you. Amen. So many of you, I'm pleasantly surprised. Hallelujah. But before we pray and take your seat, I don't know where your father is somewhere across the sea. But you have to shout from here so that he will hear it over there. <laughs> wow. Hallelujah. Amen. You want to just bless your father, Bishop Ike. Amen. Bishop Isaac and all that he has done that's why you are here yeah and that's why he has left you one of his best pastors hey and wife oh i'm not enjoying your couple hallelujah amen reverend Kobe, god bless you it's my first time coming here since the changes and the move and it's nice to feel the same spirit the same everything oh it's nice it's nice and so i just want to salute the pastors in the house god bless you all so much amen and all of you for keeping the torch going hallelujah the last shout out is for my father and your grandfather Bishop Doug Hayward Mills. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank God for his life. And if you, if you see us here tonight, it's because of the heart that he has. Yeah. The heart that says that anything that somebody is doing for God, if you can add a push, if you can add a helping hand, if you can just do something, he wants to do that. Hallelujah. And that's why we are here tonight. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we are so grateful for an opportunity to be here. Thank you so much for tonight. Thank you for each one of us gathered. Lord, let your will be done. Let your purpose be fulfilled. We are not gathered unto a man. We are gathered unto you. I ask, Lord, that you will have your way. Let each one of us get what we came for. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Hallelujah. Choir, I enjoyed you. Tomorrow, come early so that I will hear the choir more. Hallelujah. Well, so what are we here this, to do this Thursday night, Friday night? I was looking at your motto for, what should I call it? Your theme for the year. Are you there? Yeah. Serving the Lord through shepherding as he blesses us. Ask your neighbor, are you a shepherd? That's question number one. <laughs> are you a shepherd? This evening when I was coming, I live in a part of the world that they have forgotten. So the road is very bad. So, <laughs> oh, the city there is the best place, but the road to the city. So as we were coming, then I saw somebody who has left their animals, and the animals are roaming on that road. You see, when we get to that road, we all get crazy. 
you can come on the road. Because somebody should be driving on the right. We are on the left. Dennis, Pastor Dennis, say amen wherever you are. <laughs> so you cannot tell what to expect. Are you there? So I made a comment and then Pastor Dennis who was driving me said, hmm, but if somebody touches this animal right now, you see the owner. And I say, he's a shabby owner. <laughs> Do you understand what I mean by shabby owner? I mean, the animal is in your care. You have left it to come and walk around this dangerous road. The drivers are confused. The animal is even more confused. Hello? I mean, there are cars passing. Some will be coming in this direction on the wrong side. Oh, anywhere that you can pass, that your car will manage. But you see, I'm not just telling you a story about my road. I'm telling you a story about some of the kinds of shepherding that we have in the house. <laughs> Mercy. Hey. That you are here to look after the Lord's sheep. But. <sighs> anyway, we will not ask a lot of questions. Because it's not a TIC or it's not anything. It's just to come and say, look, let's, let's, let's clean it up a little. If you are doing well so that you do better, even better. And if you are struggling so that you find your feet again. Are you with me? Today and tomorrow, I'm going to be sharing bits and pieces from three books. Is that okay? I said, is it okay? Uh-huh. Don't go and say, nowadays, they don't even use the Bible. It's people's books that they are using. Ask whatever, who is that person? Who is... <laughs> they didn't come today. Thank you. They didn't come today. Help me say they didn't come. Help me say they didn't come today. Okay. Are you here? Because books are a blessing that's given to us. The first thing I want to share with you is from this one. Labor to be blessed. It's just my opening message to you because I need your mind to be in a certain way. Hallelujah. Let's look at a scripture, Proverbs 23 and verse 4. You won't believe it, but it is in the Bible. And it says, labor not to be rich. <laughs> labor not to be rich. Hey. And you should ask yourself that. It doesn't even make sense. What are we working for? Is it not in the hopes that you'll be rich? The business that you're doing, is it not in the hopes that I'm asking you a question. Yeah. Ah, I said, is it not in the hope that you will be rich? Yeah. yeah. That's why you're doing what you are doing. Amen. Yeah. And so when you read the first part of the scripture, you're like, ah, but how? how? If that is the case, why? What, what, what should we be working for? Then it goes on to say, cease from your own wisdom. Cease from your own wisdom. Your own wisdom or our own wisdom, if you leave us, we think that I'm going to get a job. And when I get a job, then I'll get a house. And after a house, then I'll get a car. And after that, I'll get a this, I'll get that, I'll get that. And, and then I'll marry. Okay, okay. And then what again? I'll buy a car for my wife. Okay. Hey, somebody said buy a car for me. Okay. Then I'll build a house. So I'll buy a house, isn't it? Uh -huh. then the scripture comes and says labor not to be rich <laughs> why because the truth is that if you try to labor to be rich you'll never get there have you ever seen 
a rich man who says, that's it. I'm I mean, I'm okay. I'm relaxing. No. When he has one car, he's laboring for the second one. He has one house, he's laboring for another one. And so he should tell you that there's something that we don't know. Amen. Are you in the house? And the truth also is that when you even get what you say you're looking for, you're not satisfied. You're looking for another one. So, so labor not to be rich. Amen. The book has a lot of things in it, but tonight I'm just talking about one thing. Amen. One thing that I want you to labor for. In these two days of meetings, I want you to labor for a revelation. Labor for what? A revelation. What is a revelation? A revelation is a gift. It's something that God gives to you. Hallelujah. It's a word from God that becomes a light to you. Amen? When you get a revelation of something, you may have been hearing the thing, ah, it's not even really doing anything. But when you get a revelation of it, when God opens a certain window and allows you to see through that window, suddenly it makes sense. And suddenly the thing works. Are you here? So you are workers in different ways. Some of you are members, whatever. If you are a church member, you are here. I think you should know that it's time you progress. <laughs> the shepherding must just be. Hello. Uh-huh. I'll share, I'll tell you why on later. But <laughs> right now, I'm just talking to you about laboring for a revelation. Why do we use the word labor? Because it doesn't just come like that. Mm-hmm. You've got to concentrate a little. You've got to read a little. You've got to be focused a bit to hear what God is saying to you. And what he may say to the first person may not be what he's saying to the second person because you are doing something different. Are you there? You are at a different stage of your growth or of what he wants. So my prayer is that in these two days, you will have a revelation of what next. Uh Amen? Of, Of how to do the next thing. When God reveals it to you, suddenly it strikes you. The Israelites were walking with the Lord. Ah, but it's in Exodus that he shares, I am the Lord that heals you. Suddenly, they had a revelation of a healing God. He was there all that time with the healing, but it was not revealed to them. Hello? They didn't know him as a healer. They knew him as somebody who comes with instructions. (laughs) But suddenly, he reveals to them that he heals. Oh, Really? then it's a revelation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Isaiah, he says to them in verse 17, I am the Lord that teacheth thee to profit. It's a revelation. Because people think about all kinds of things. I pray that in these two days, you will get the revelation that will make you profit. And please, when I say profit, I'm not talking about your money. Uh Uh-huh. Broaden your mind a little more than that. Do you understand when I say broaden your mind? Broaden your mind a little. You see, that narrow focus on just money is not helping you. Uh (laughs) Hey, the church is very quiet. Uh, You see, I need to share with you that there are many things that are more important than money. 
It's just that because you don't have money, you don't know. Yeah. I can give you a number of examples. Yeah. I should give you a few examples. Really? Do you know that it is more important to be healthy than to be rich? You haven't, you haven't fallen sick yet. Maybe you should go and stroll in the hospital and see. And meet people who have all the money in the world, but they cannot buy help. Don't eat salt. Don't eat sugar. Don't eat meat. Don't eat what? Just don't eat. In fact, <laughs> I remember a pastor friend of mine. He was very bored because he grew up in a poor home where things were not there. And by the grace of God, he established his church and the church grew. And now he had everything that he wanted in the world. And then they told him, don't eat meat. Don't eat. Hey! He was very bored. Though. He said, wow, look at what they are saying. When I was small, I didn't get some to eat. Now too that I can buy it myself, they say I shouldn't eat it. Hey! 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 Hello? Are you understanding what I'm saying to you? So everything is not money. When I say that he is the one who teaches you to profit, when you begin to profit in souls, you understand something? Oh yes. When you start to profit in the work of your hands, when you start to profit in the people around you who love, you understand that it's not everything that's money. Hey. Are you in the church? Yeah. Have you not seen somebody who has all the money in the, air, on, in the world, but his children are spoiled? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I tell you, the fact that you have money doesn't mean that your children will be proper. Hey. Push your neighbor and say, you are a proper child. Chale, you are a proper child. You are a proper child. Ah, proper child, yeah. Proper child. Are you there or you have traveled? How are you going to buy it? I'm asking you a question. I say, how are you going to buy it? How much? How many of you, when you lie down in the night, you sleep? Let me see your hand. Mm, okay. Okay. Do you know the price of your sleep? Do you know the price? Come and talk to those who have money, but they cannot sleep. <laughs> ha! As forever said, every night you have to tie him with rope before he can sleep. <laughs> hey! So ask your neighbor again. Say, Are you able to sleep? Can you sleep? You can sleep. You see, some of you who are here, you even owe school fees, but you sleep. Yeah. You still sleep. You don't know about next year's hostel fee, but you still sleep. You are not sure how Christmas will be, but Charlie, hey, you sleep, you sleep, you sleep. You even oversleep. You don't even know how your results at the end of this past semester is going to be. But you sleep. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I am the Lord which teacheth thee to profit. It's a revelation. 
I said, sir, me, if when I discovered this scripture, I said, many things, I will not struggle again. No, 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 Lord, just teach me to profit. Teach me how to do it so that I will profit. Amen. I'm talking to some of you, you have done, nah, your sheep, there are five. You have gone up, come down, you have prayed, you have fasted, rolled on the ground, fasted, it's like it's not working. Tonight I'm saying to you, receive a revelation from the God who leads and teaches you to profit. Then look at the second part of the scripture. Which leadeth thee by the way thou shouldest go. There is a way to go. There is a way to go. All your pastor can do, he can share from here. But when he has finished sharing with you, there is a way to go. Oh, you're not understanding what I'm saying. For you in particular, there is a way to go. Hey. For somebody, is praying all night. For another, is doing visitations. For another, is just recognizing some gift he has given you that you have not used. Yeah. Rev, do you know that there are some people who gather effortlessly? Effortlessly. And they don't know it. Thank you. And they don't even know it is a gift. So they don't respect it. If they respected it, Kakra, Anka, who knows all? The Bible, it says, he is the one which leadeth thee to go. So my prayer is that it's a revelation. Do you understand? God will reveal to you, Lord, what next should I do to profit? What next should I do to make all my hard work worthwhile? What should I do? What should I do? What should I do? Are you in the church? Yeah. By his spirit, he'll give you a revelation. He'll give, suddenly he'll reveal, do this. Do that. Hallelujah. Are you in the church tonight? Amen. Wow. I need you to, to, to know that he is the one with whom we have to do. Amen? Amen? And as you follow, you begin to profit. Hallelujah. So this book is one of the books that we've tried to include in the packages around. And I mean, tomorrow I'll share another little bit from it. But it is there to bless you. Hey, are you there? Yeah. Because it's very important for you to know that, Charlie, we don't work to be rich. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. Eh? But now you can see that it's important. Hallelujah. My main message for tonight is to talk to you about fruitfulness. And that's why we've called these meetings the Fruitful Shepherd. Because you can be a shepherd, but you're not fruitful. Or you can be a shepherd, but you have not maximized it. Amen? Where you could have done more. And that's why we've tried to make available the book on fruitfulness. I beg of you, we're talking about books, but in every book what you see are scriptures and many things that will help you. Hallelujah. So I'm starting from somewhere and I'll end somewhere. Is that okay? Uh-huh. And the reason why we kept on saying get the books is because we know we will not finish it. We won't finish, yeah. But you can go back, open it and read and collect your own revelation that will help you on your way. Hallelujah. Are you there? The first thing I want to share with you tonight is that you are God's tree. You are his what? Tree. You are God's tree. Every time I say this, people look at me like I've lost my mind. 
but I want to just give you a few words. What is the word for a human being in chi? Human tree. What's the word? <laughs> Mercy. What is the word for a human being in gun? Bomocho. Which is what? Human. Thank you. Thank you. Are there a few airways in the house to give us the airway version? What is that one? I can't hear you, please. What? Amegbeto. And it also means what? Ame. Hey, this is Amechi. So who should I take? It's the same. And it's what? Human tree. Hey, please. Push your neighbor and say, you thought you were a person. Sana, you were a tree. <laughs> Hallelujah. So now that we have accepted that we are trees, I want to ask you, what is the use of a tree that does not have fruit it doesn't you see every tree that exists has a purpose mango trees give us mangoes apple trees give us apples teak trees give us electric poles <laughs> yeah every tree i don't know of any tree that has come that doesn't have a purpose every tree has a purpose if you have a place that has a lot of water, you want to drain the water, go and plant the eucalyptus tree. It will soak the water for you, beer. Mm, mm. It's a revelation there. Eh? Uh, yeah, so you can plant eucalyptus trees, eucalyptus trees, so that it will soak up the water for you. Are you there? Every tree has a use. I want to ask your neighbor, what's your use? <laughs> we agreed that you were a trio. We agreed. We agreed. We agreed that you were a tree. Yeah. We agreed <laughs> that you were a tree. Amen. And every tree has a use. And so, God is interested that the trees he has brought, which is you and me, that we are fruitful. Otherwise, hmm, hmm. otherwise, what should, ah, you, I didn't say it all. I didn't say your pastor said it. Hey, mercy. <laughs> Hallelujah. Take me to Luke chapter 13, around verse 6. Let me take a look at something. Hmm. He spoke also this parable. Uh, do you have a simpler English version? Let's say the NLT or something. Uh -huh, just so that. Hmm. Then Jesus told the story. A man planted a fig tree in his garden and came again and again to see if there was any fruit on it. But he was always disappointed. Finally, he said to his gardener, I've waited three years and there hasn't been a single fruit cut it down 
It's just taking space in the garden. At this particular place, I prefer the King James, which is, why cumbereth it the ground? No, don't, don't change, don't change. We're speaking English. We're speaking English. But it gives you a sense of the seriousness. Why is it disturbing the ground? Hey! Verse 8. The gardener answered, say, give it one more chance. Leave it another year. I'll give it special attention and plenty of fertilizer. If we get figs next year, fine. If not, then you cut it down. <laughs> Final year. Okay, I've heard. <laughs> Tell somebody that we are joking. Oh. You know why I'm saying we are joking? We are joking because we don't realize that the Lord is saying that if you won't bear fruit, then don't exist. Mm. If you won't bear fruit, if you will not have sheep. And I'm saying it because there are some of you who are here just because somebody asked you to come. And I was saying to yourself, I mean, I'm a sheep, man. I'm just a sheep, I'm a church member, I'm not a shepherd. I mean, and this thing, I tell that they are saying this shepherd thing. So you call them shepherds, or what do you call them? Me, they this shepherd, shepherd, I don't be shepherd, I don't like these things. I don't like these things. Why are they forcing you to become a shepherd? You see, it's not somebody forcing you. It's somebody loving you who knows the scripture. And who is telling you that to exist and not bear fruit. Useless useless. Cut it to the ground. And what about all the other people who are not... You, are, you want to think about that? All the others who are not bearing fruit. You want, I, I can't answer. You let's answer what we can see in the scripture. Hallelujah. So you are a tree. Amen? Amen. The next point is that every tree is identified by its fruit. It's very serious. So Rev. In if you don't have fruit, you are a mystery we cannot understand. <laughs> hey, if you are sitting by a fruitless shepherd, tell the person, call the person mysterious, mysterioso. I don't know what you mystery, mysterialina. You are a mystery. We don't know who you are. We don't know who you are. Hey, hey it's very serious. It's, look, when you walk in the forest, many times you are wondering what tree is this. But when you see the fruit, you know. You know. Then you are here. No fruit. It cannot be. It cannot be. That's why we are talking about the fruitful shepherd. Because you must bear fruit. You must bear fruit. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 6. For those of you who think that I'm just talking. Let's go to the scripture. Luke chapter 6. I'm reading from verse 43. For a good tree bringeth not forth corrupt fruit, neither doth a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. So it's like a fruit there there will be. Good or bad, there will be. Mm. Matthew says it in another way. Matthew 7, from verse 16. You shall know them by their fruits. <laughs> Do men gather grapes from thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits you shall know them. Oh, la la by their fruit. As you are sitting down, share with your neighbor 
some fruits that you have born. Hey! The room has become bizarre, something, something, something. Hey! You know, the scriptures are fearful. The scriptures are fearful. Jesus was the one who said of all that you have given to me, I have lost none. That scripture, it disturbs me. Because I can't say some. Mm. Mine is, of all that you have given to me, I have lost, lost some. <laughs> hey! It's very serious. Mm. Charlie, I don't know about one or two. I think it's more than one or two. Hey. Recently, they were asking me about something, something. And I realized that this sheep, I've not even noticed that I've not seen the sheep. Hmm. Repentance. I, hey, I'm repenting my own. You be <laughs> Hallelujah. But that's why we are here. That's why we are here. I prophesy to you next academic year. We will not lose one. Hey. We will not lose one. If they close door, we shall pass window. If they close window, like those friends, we shall open the ceiling. Hey! And come through. In the name of Jesus, we will bear fruits at all costs and by all means. Oh yes. No excuses. We will bear fruit. And we will keep our fruit. We will maintain our fruit. Oh yes. Oh yes. Hallelujah. Take your seat. Now, the reason why Jesus was able to make this statement is because of somebody. And that's the Holy Spirit. Yeah. That's the Holy Spirit. Let's go to Luke chapter 4. Sometimes when we're talking about fruitfulness, people wonder, so what exactly is the fruit? And so for the next few minutes, I want to show you the fruit. Are you there? The fruit you are supposed to bear. Hallelujah. And Jesus started saying, by saying that the spirit of the Lord, he was quoting Isaiah, and he was related to himself. Now, some of us are saying that, oh, but I'm not Jesus. But the Bible says that he has left him, he has left Jesus as an example that we should follow in his steps. First John somewhere, you know. Hallelujah. The one we are following is Jesus. So if you don't know what to do, follow Jesus. If it's a very serious, if you don't know what next to do. So if you don't know, am I called to be a, a teacher or a, a this or that? You don't know. I don't mean, I don't know. I don't know. Some of you, you know that you are a prophet. We thank God. <laughs> because the truth is that when you think you have understood who you are, you will see something else. Yeah, so, so, so let's just flow. Oh, you have not understood what I'm saying. Hey. The church is very quiet. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Are you there? Because I, I, when I see something, then I see something else. Reverend Kobe, one of my, my um, church members, his son was not well. He didn't tell me. They went to the hospital. I heard from somebody. In fact, I didn't hear of it till the child was rushed to ICU. Then I was told that the child was in ICU. Hey, look, I'm still trying to be saved. Because my first thought was that, ah, but they didn't tell me, so. Oh, Jesus. 
the Lord should forgive me, okay? Tell God to please forgive me. Yeah. Then I said to myself that, oh, but it's not correct. You know, I mean, no. I remembered in time. So, <laughs> all of a sudden, he came on my page with a picture. I said, oh. So, I sent him a prayer. The voice of where I was, I couldn't reach there, so I sent him a prayer. And in the prayer, I said that, Lord, touch this guy. Because what he went for was not ICU matter. It was a simple thing. Touch him so that he'll come out of the ICU. Then his father sends me a text and says, and today is his birthday. I said, oh. Because where you are lying, birthday, they have put you on ventilator. They have that. I mean, I said, what is that? Hey. At dawn, the following morning, the father sent me two pictures. That's now picture number two. And he says, mommy, I put the prayer, I just left it playing there. A few hours later, his eyes are open. Wait till I. Then, mm, the picture he sent me 5.30, the one that blew my mind, was 5.30 p.m. This child who was on the something something was sitting behind birthday cake. <laughs> hey! Sitting behind birthday cake. Oh. With his siblings, they have come to, they are cutting birthday Hey. I said, hey. Why am I telling you this story? I've never told him. I'm not a healer. I don't go around. <laughs> That's why I'm saying that. Me, dear, I don't know my calling. I'm sure you know. We are prophets. Who oh, sorry, I'm not prophets. It's the back But what I know is that I'm supposed to follow Jesus. And Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. We need that Holy Ghost. We need him. We need him. Because he made Jesus fruitful. What was his fruit? If this is the fruit he is to bear, this is our, our work. Number one, preach the gospel to the poor. Preach the gospel to the poor. Preach the gospel to the poor. Oh yeah, preach the gospel to the poor. Hey, now what about the rich? Poor rich. Have you ever gone to a church and preached to rich people before? Hmm. You will not easily repeat it twice. Oh, cry. Amen. Yeah, he said. <laughs> so the first thing, preach to the poor. You want to be fruitful? Preach to the poor. It is the poor who will receive Christ anywhere, everywhere, anytime, any day. It's true. Anyhow. The rich guy, he has got his. If you didn't say it well, you didn't sit correct, you didn't come dressed properly, you didn't, yes, a lot of drama in terms. But the poor dear, straightforward. No, it is true. It is true. I've preached in many villages. I don't speak their language. Through a translator, cry, they gave their life to Christ. <laughs> through a translator prayer. I think you get what I'm trying to say. They don't actually, we just need God. That's all. So he says, preach, please put the scripture there, just leave it. Because I have had people ask them, what is the fruit I'm supposed to bear? So that's the question I'm, ask, I'm asking you. And I want you to evaluate yourself. How many of the poor have you preached to this year? 
Mm. Are you there? It goes on. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Some of you, after you have brought the person to church, you say that's the end of your work. There are a lot of brokenhearted people around us. Hey. First year, second semester. Broken hearts and one. Broken hearts and one. <laughs> because when you tell them that, look, what they are saying is not true. They don't believe you. They don't believe you. So after, and some of them, second year, first term, first semester. May you not wear that damn you. May you not wear that Hey! Are you there? Yeah. It is true. And some of you missed it because you weren't listening. You said, hey, he's not coming to church again. Let me go and call him, bring her. Why is she not coming to church? She has become some. She's not coming to her heart is broken. Until you minister to that broken heart. I said, until you minister to that broken heart. And sometimes for you to minister to that broken heart, you need to have had your own. that's why you had that broken heart for you to understand the feeling of uselessness the feeling of hopelessness the feeling like the sun has set on your life the feeling like your spirit has left you the feeling like God Christ doesn't like you again when you remember when you now go and look for your broken-hearted sheep, you won't be giving, hey, dress up and let's go to, hey, what, what, what? Hey! You'll rather, you go and buy some soup, then you come and say, oh, I understand how you are feeling. Sit down. Yes, I know. Just eat a little for me, okay? Just eat a little. You just eat a little. Yeah, I know you don't feel like it's okay. Three spoons will do. You just eat it. You'll be fine, okay? They don't love you, but I love you, eh? I love you, pa. Oh, when you remember how your heart pained you. How many of you have had a broken heart before? Let me see your hand. Hey! Now you know. <laughs> now you know the use of your broken heart. Hey! When you haven't had a, bro- had a broken heart, you only have sermons. You're like, eh, but I told you that the guy was a useless guy anyway. So look, me, I told you that come on, look, you pull yourself together, let's go. Hey, you don't understand. You don't understand. But Jesus, he knew what it was to be brokenhearted. He knew what it was to come and give his life for some useless people who won't even mind him. Yeah. The Jews never accepted him. Never accepted him. They never accepted him. He was a reject to his own people. Are you there? That's the use of your broken heart. That's why your father passed away. That's why your mother went to you when you were still young. Because until you have gone through, you don't understand. Yeah, you don't understand. 
ah, your mother has died. It's okay. Hey, what's okay? It's not okay. How can it be okay? It's not okay. Hey, the church is quiet again on me. Yeah. Are you there? But when somebody has gone through it, they understand. Yeah. This year, my father lost his first son. You know, when I heard it, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And I began to calculate. It was exactly 13 years ago, on a similar Good Friday, that Reverend Eastwood lost two of his children and four of his church children. And I picked my phone and I called his wife. I said, there's only one person I know who can talk to my mother right now. What am I going to say? Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to say? But I know somebody, somebody who can talk. And so, a few weeks later, our father was preaching. Then he said, when Reverend is to send me text and scripture. <laughs> he said, it's, it's empty. He said, only, yeah. he said, where he will even pull the scripture from? He said, he's sharing with you what has comforted him. Are you in the house? So you understand your broken heart small. I'm talking about things that break your heart. Yeah. Somebody who has had a miscarriage. You had the challenge, you minister to another one. Yeah. You say, oh, it's okay, you have another one. Ah! <laughs> they, <laughs> you see the way the guy is charging at me. Hey. After seven years, he's going to name his first daughter end of this month. Charlie is too powerful. Though. So please, if you have to borrow him, come. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. Somebody has Call him and say, brother, go and talk with him. Yeah. Yeah. Are you there? <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm showing you how to be a fruitful shepherd. You may think we are surrounded by people who are okay. I need to tell you that the most spotted ones, the ones who do the makeup and paint it, they are the most broken of the lot. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. The coolest guys who look like they don't look. <laughs> they are so broken, eh? They are so broken. Oh, cry. They are so broken. You see, when you listen to the garbage from the mouth, that's when you think. But look behind it. Look behind it. The ones who, when you knock on the door, who that? Those people. Those people. Who is it? You are from where? Those people. <laughs> Never fear them again. I said, never fear. Oh, yes. The spirit of the Lord that's upon you will give you the strategy to know. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Are you in the church? We're talking about fruit. The next one says, to preach deliverance to the captives. Hey. Some of you who are here, you are still masturbating. You have polished your face. And you have come here like I'm saying something you've never heard before. 
but you are still on the pawn. You are still on it. Listen. Listen. The Lord allowed it. It does not mean it must continue. It must end. But he allowed it because there are captives everywhere. All around you. Everywhere. So you won't just go there and go and say, eh, but just stop. Just stop. You have been at it all. <laughs> just stop. What you talking? Just stop. So I am not saying it should continue. I'm saying that you will understand where they are coming from. And you will understand how it can drive somebody till the person wants to die. Because the person feels I'll never be free. And then you are able to share with the person, listen, I was there, now I am free. Yeah. Immediately you have captured the person's mind. Because captives, yeah, they are there. Ah. Hey, you are very quiet. Oh. On Sunday, just this past Sunday, I was talking to a young lady. She came to see me. She can't be more than 15. She's probably about 14 years old. A 14-year-old. You're looking at my face and telling me that. A guy that is fine. Charlie, you can't resist. At 14. <laughs> at 14. At 14. Hey. Here we go, me. She, she explained to me how she, they sent her to go and buy a tin of sardine and tomatoes and bring it to the house. And she brought the sardine and she forgot the tomatoes. In between leaving her house, buying tin tomatoes and returning. Guy somewhere. Hey! 14. Do I need to tell you it's a demon? I said, do I need to tell you? Do I need to tell you that the girl is a captive? Total. And her father does not know what to do. Parents are separated. She lives with her father. Four or five brothers. brothers. The father will beat her to one inch of her life. It's a because you cannot beat out a demon. A demon. Oh, cry. He will even do so and he will beat her more. Fourteen. She's in Jesus. Then she told me, she's a bright, very bright girl. Then she told me that she said, I can sit in the classroom and I can't hear anything because I'm worried what will happen to me. What will happen to me? So she can sit in the classroom thinking, what will happen to me? This is my last episode. Will I get pregnant or not? Hmm. Hey! Captives at 14. At 14. At 14. Some of them live behind your house. Hmm. The glue sniffers. Yeah, they're around us. The shisha smokers. Yeah. The gamers. Some of you, that's where your fees went. 
That's where your school fees went. Hey! And you are here. Mm. Before this weekend is up, you, must, you will be delivered. You cannot continue. Cannot continue. Amen. Let me tell you something. If you are in any of those things, eh? Stage one, before you do anything else, is to come and talk to your pastor about it. Stage one. Because when you and the devil have a secret, he will beat you every day. Yeah. Any of these captive things, pornography, masturbation, what? What again? Betting. Gaming. I mean, any of them. Just, 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 just. First, uncover it. First. I say, if you and the devil have a secret, every day, He'll be killing you. Hey. He'll remind you as you are worshipping. No. Hey. As you are just about to witness to somebody, say, you'll be who? You'll be who? Where were you? What were you doing last two hours? Yeah. No, he has put cotton in your mouth. Hey, I'm talking about fruitful shepherds. I'm talking... Hey. Hey. Are you there? Recovering of sight to the blind. If ever there was a time in the, in the world when there was blindness, it's now. It's now. A blind person is somebody, you see, you are thinking straight away about physical eyes. It's not only physical ones. There are people who don't have any direction for their lives. They don't know where they're going. Yeah, they don't know where they're going. They're just there. The world is carrying you in the river. And you're also going. Yeah. Are you here? They don't understand why they do what they do. They don't understand where they are going. Nothing. Nothing. Recovery of sight to the blind. When you find yourself doing what everybody is doing, you are blind. You are totally blind. How can you tell me that it is the will of God that everybody should be in Accra. Explain it to me. I mean, just explain it. Just explain it. How is it possible? Hey. The church has suddenly become quiet. Oh. Why? You were thinking about going to Accra. <laughs> has not sent you there, you have nothing to do there. Have nothing to do there. There's a whole nation around you. Why will he send you to only one place? It's just a question I have for you. It does not make sense financially. It does not make sense career-wise. It does not make sense Christian-wise. I don't know what you are going to do there. Hey, the church is quiet. Oh. Hey! Eh? Hello? I'm just asking a question. What is doing you is blindness. It's blindness. You can't see. You can't see. You cannot see that, first of all, that God has a will in this. A desire in this. You can't see. Eh, but everyone is in Accra. It's not true. I am from Accra. I have not lived there for the past 30 something years. Yeah, about 35, 36 years. I've not lived there and I don't, I don't know that I'm lacking anything. Hey. 
It has become tensious. <laughs> oh, media, media, I want to go to Amblochi. Recently, somebody came to see me and he said, oh, he's struggling to get the money to go and uh, write the GRA again. And so I said, ah, there are so many other places where people do further studies that they don't need GRA. Well, what's your problem? And, and they even give scholarship easier than these people. Well, I don't understand. Have you asked God about it? Have you asked him about it? Man, they are quiet. Oh, just note, note. Take note of the silence. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? You know, my question to you, hey, you see, you past tenses because you want us to stay in Kumasi. Let me tell you something. Whether you stay in Kumasi or not, it makes no difference to us. Uh-huh. I need to let you understand it. Yeah. It doesn't make any difference. Why? Because God will build his church anyway. With you or without you. That's not the point. But the point is, what is God's will for you? I also got there one day in my life. In those days, Ghana was in, on its knees. And I wanted to do further studies. And I said, Lord, I cannot write these 50 letters people write. I can't. So please guide me. I wrote three. I got two. Yeah. Of the two, one had no proper funding. And the other one gave me one year of funding. I said, Lord, which one should I pick? He said, this one. I picked it. And I went. Mm. With one year's funding. I came back eight years later. I'd finished master's, I'd finished PhD, I was back. Yeah. Yeah. No, because that was God's will. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? We prayed about it, I was ready to let it go because I was about to get married too. I was about to leave it. Yeah, I didn't. I said, Lord, whatever you say. We prayed about it, we sought counsel. Meanwhile, our counselor was somebody who was used to preach that, look, when you marry for at least two years, try and stay in the same, you know, together before. So we went to see him because we knew that he would say, it can't work. Because I got the scholarship just a few weeks to the wedding. And we went to see him and he listened to us. And then he said, I don't know why, but I feel God is behind us. Yeah. And we knew what his stand is and we also knew God was behind it. <laughs> Are you in the church? I'm talking to you about blindness. You are blind when you are just following somebody. When Jesus came on this earth, eh, yes, he was following God the Father. He didn't follow any other Jew. Yeah. He didn't follow the Pharisees at all. He didn't follow the sad to see people. The Pharisees are the far to see. And the Sadducees are the sad to see. He didn't follow any far to see or something. He knew what he had come for. You too, as you are here, you are being led to follow something. Ask God about it. Ask God. When you ask him, what he says to you may not be what he's saying to anybody else. Yeah. And against all odds, you'll be surprised at what he'll say to you. Rather than just following blindly, Hey, you see, some of you don't understand the blindness. Please, I need one volunteer. Please come. Please, I beg you, Pastor. Good. 
That, do you... Can I trust you to close your eyes? I can't trust you to close your eyes. I wish I had a scarf here. Can I trust him to close his eyes? Uh-huh. Will it work? I beg you, don't kill him. Oh, well, well, no, it's small. I beg you. Okay, close your eyes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Okay. Eyes, eyes closed. Okay. All right. Where's his beloved? Show me. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, is she far? Is she far away? She's far. She's too far. Okay. Beautiful. Good. Is it tight? It shouldn't be too tight. No, I think it's, it should be tight enough. Beautiful. I want you to see what happens when you are blind. Good. Beautiful. All right. Now I want you to find Lady Pastor Ikea. And wait. <laughs> Can you, is that lady? But okay, remove your blindfold and let's see. <laughs> are you here now that your eyes are open? Please find Lady Pastor Ikea for us. What's the difference? He couldn't see. That's how many people cannot see. They can't see spiritually. They are totally blind. They don't get it that Jesus is the way. They don't get it that he's the one they need. So they are struggling with a lot of things you don't need to struggle with. Are you there? Yeah. Sometimes even believers are blind. Yeah. You are sitting in church, but you are blind. Are you here? One of the questions I like to ask believers, I mean, what time is it now? What's the time now? I know, just give me that time. What time is it? 9.11, good. It's 9.11. Who knows what will happen at 11 p.m. in your life? You don't know what will happen at 11 p.m. You are here with your eyes open, your hands, your legs, everything in place. You don't know what will happen in two hours. Yet you know what will happen the rest of your life. How is it possible? I said, you don't know what will happen just two hours from now. It's 9. 11 p.m. cry of the same day. You don't know what will happen. You don't know whether you'll be sleeping. You don't know whether you'll be eating. You don't know whether we'll still be fellowshipping around. You have no idea what will be happening in two hours. And yet you imagine that you know what will happen. I'm planning my life. <laughs> According to uh, my plans, you cry and you will say, Hey, no, it is true. God has given us a mind, but He never gave us a mind to use it upon what is not in our jurisdiction to do. Hey, all this is blindness that we are talking about. 
Hey, brother, you are there. The wife you are to marry is by you. You can't see. When they even ask you, you say, oh, she's just my friend. Should you marry? Yeah, what is this? How? Rev, have you poured oil so that he will open his eyes? <laughs> She's just your friend saying, Who should you marry? Is it not your friend? Or you should marry your enemy? Master. Somebody give him a knock for me. Don't papa, give him a knock. Give him a knock. Give him a knock for me. Uh, please, this is not marriage counseling. We are here talking about fruitful shepherd. <laughs> ah, blindness. Can you see how blind we are? You are there. You are doing the course. It is working. I feel well, sorry. I will say, hey, I don't like. Me, I want to go and do something. It's not my passion. It's not your what. It's not your what? Ah. Who here canes? Canes. It's not. Eh, it's my father who was forcing me. And my father said that I should go and do it. Shut up and do it. Your passion is music. How many people have you seen living from the music? Don't bring yourself. Add it to whatever you are doing. Don't waste our time. Hey! Mercy. Hey. Oh, recently my father has produced some songs that we are like in power. But he has not left his everything to just do that one. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. He has produced very then it's not you have the video here.
Hallelujah. Amen. All right. I'm going to give you one more point before we close tonight. I didn't even get to my message. Oh. Wait now your intro. Wait now your intro. You see why you needed to have the book. Because this one is only from one chapter. That's why I didn't do all. Hallelujah. Amen. So we're talking about Jesus and I'm saying that he said also that he sets at liberty them that are bruised and preaches the acceptable year of the Lord. The acceptable year of the Lord means that you're talking about the Lord's favor, you know. And I feel that this church are coming to a point where the Lord's favor is with you. Hallelujah. I said the Lord's favor is where? It's with you. Amen. And when you walk in that favor, you just ask the Lord, what should I do next? No, he's telling you what to do. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. You want to be fruitful? It's the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Let's continue. The last point I'm giving you for tonight is that the Holy Spirit made the disciples fruitful. You know the famous scriptures. You know how Peter and Co. had run away. And they were in disarray. Isn't it? Because Jesus had been taken from them. Then in Acts 2, the Holy Spirit comes. Amen? Oh, you've forgotten your Bible. Okay. 
So your scripture is Acts 2, 2 to 4. Then what happens? Let's jump to verse 14. So this is after they are talking, speaking in tongues, and people are wondering that, hey, what is going on? And then the same Peter was running away. The same Peter. The same guy, not another one. The same one. The same person was shivering when you knock at the door and they say, who that? It's the same person. Ah. <laughs> but Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said to them, you men of Judea and all that you dwell in Jerusalem, be this known. And then he preaches. Preaches a full message. Take us to verse 41. Verse 41, same chapter. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized. And the same day, they were added unto him about 3,000 souls. You know, when I read the scripture, I realize that there's still more for us to go. Yeah. I think we shouldn't congratulate ourselves again. Do you understand when I say congratulate ourselves? You know, when you have those Sundays, the church is full, it looks like Charlie's running over, it's, it's working, and I mean, you give an altar call and Charlie everybody who's an unbeliever comes forward and I mean, we feel good and the shepherds are happy and we tell you you've done well. But I think we should see that it left something. Mm. Do you understand what I mean? Because we have the same Holy Spirit. How come he gave Peter 3,000? The next one I think was 4,000. By chapter 6, they are tired of counting. They say multitude. Eh? I pray for the day that the ashes will come and then they'll just write, a, oh, pastor, multitude, multitude. We couldn't count it. We have tried to count, but we cannot, we cannot count. We cannot count. It's, it's not working, multitude. And I believe that if we walk faithfully with him, we'll see it. Yeah. Recently, I was watching Bishop Doug's um, Healing Jesus campaign in Bangui, Central Africa Republic. I mean, he has, the, he has these crusades all over, campaigns all over. People come, but when I watched Bangui, I said, my goodness. This one there, it's blown my mind. It's blown my mind. Multitude. Multitude. And I can see that he has been faithful with what God committed to him. Are you getting me? He's just been faithful. And so it encourages me that maybe if I am also faithful, I'll also see. What, what? Right now, they gave us more to you, we cannot handle. It's also true. Tell the neighbor, but we are coming. We are coming. We are coming. That's why you are here tonight. Last year, by this time, I'm sure you had run away and gone home. Yeah. You see, so each year, there's some more progress, some more progress, some more progress. Some of you, at first, when they finish the school term, they're gone like a lizard. <laughs> yeah. But now some growth has come, some lingering, some hanging around, some something. Tell me, but it's coming. I may not have all the sheep yet, but it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. It's coming. Hallelujah, it's coming. Isaiah chapter 32. Oh, this is one of the sweetest scriptures ever. But I need you to get the mood of it. Let's go to verse 13 first. In Isaiah 13, the Lord was talking about some, some destitution that had come upon the people. Upon the land of my people shall come up thorns and bears, yea, yea, upon all the houses of joy in the joyous city. Because the palaces shall be forsaken, the multitude of the city shall be left, the forts and the towers shall be for dens forever. 
a joy of wild asses, a pasture of flocks. In other words, the place is deserted. There's nothing there. I mean, nothing is really working. Are you there? Until verse 15. Until the spirit be poured upon us from on high. Are you there? When the Holy Spirit comes, everything changes. If you're going to pray for anything for the rest of the year, talk to God about the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. Pray for the Holy Spirit. You see, we, we need to understand the, the dimensions of the Holy Spirit. I'm saying this because when you talk about the Holy Spirit as a person, a personality, which he is, then this does not make sense. How do you pour a personality? Are you there? But then you must, so you must flow in the dimensions he describes himself in. And when you begin to see that he describes himself as water and as oil, then it begins to make sense. And that's why you need to accept the Holy Spirit in all his totality. Hallelujah. And those descriptions are given to us for us to understand. Because when the Spirit is poured upon us, then look at something. The wilderness will be a fruitful field. Just say, you who started the semester with five sheep and ended with zero. That's a wilderness right there. I said, that's a what? <laughs> you started, your bus was full. <laughs> By the end of the semester, Charlie. Charlie. You don't have a bus, you are just walking to church. Hey. Tell neighbor said this thing called church. Eh? Hey. Hmm. I have a certain service in my church. Are you there? A certain service. Tell anybody. A certain service in my church. I spent three months teaching them about bacentes. <laughs> New Basenta leaders, I mean, come on, we are moving, it's working. They started the new Basentas, and we came back to church. And the figure, that which had been, is that which. So initially, I said, ah, I don't understand. Is it that... I'm describing a wilderness to you. I said, is it that the new Bacentes never worked? Is that it? What is wrong with the new Bacenta leaders? So I, got, I began to look. The new people, they did their work. They brought their people, 17 from here, 15 from there, this from there. The week they started working, the old guys, they closed shop. Just a wilderness, Naba. I, 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 I mean, oh, I'm shocked. Hey, is that what you put you have been doing here? I hope not. Can you imagine a certain service, a certain service, a certain service, a certain service? Hey, now me can say new ones, no man you. Kama, 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 kama. Everybody. This one's 17. This one's 7. This one. 
This one, everybody brought them. The old guys. But I just say they have passed away. <laughs> Wilderness. Wilderness. They consigned the Aijaba center to wilderness, top high wilderness, a Piedu wilderness. I'm telling you, like a bad story. Hey, I'm talking to some people. That's the description of your. Yeah. Mm -mm. <laughs> there are some of you when you come, your center meeting on the weekday. That one day we see figures. Now, Basandia. Because weekday one. Where they are called Methodists, friends and family. This one goes to Methodists. This one goes here. This one goes to the come to your center. Now, when it is time, you say, oh, they have gone to their mother church. Sure, it's for you. <laughs> and the wilderness. You see, if the Holy Spirit can look, He's the key to everything. Oh, if only we can believe Him. Because when the Spirit is poured upon us from on high, that wilderness cry, it's become a fruitful field. I'm believing God that next year, everything that didn't work this year, it will work next year. Yeah, it will work. And then he goes on to say, and the fruitful field shall be counted for a forest. May the time come when our churches are so full that it's a forest. Yeah, it's a forest. Do you understand the forest? Yeah, it's a forest. When a church becomes a forest, I was preaching in India one time. The man said that he had two services. The first service was normal. Then he told me that if I had anything to do <coughs> outside, I should do it before second service starts. I said, ah, I don't understand what this man is saying. Because the pastors, if this is the church, the pastors said here. There was no moving space. The only space I had was from my chair to the pulpit. There was no space. I couldn't walk, second service, I couldn't walk like this to the edge of a stage. India. And if the whole church filled down the steps. That's why he said, if you have anything to do, do, if you are going to do something, buy a drink, do anything, do it. Are you there? I thought I had seen a big church until I was invited to preach at another meeting. This was in the church of a woman whose name actually is the same as mine. And they told me that this woman has a prayer meeting 40 days to. Um, Easter, to Good Friday, I think it is. Something like that. They have a prayer meeting. It was supposed to be a prayer meeting in her church. I don't know what happened. Hey! And they told me that I'm going there. I said, okay, let's go. Ah, will I not go? So I carried my copies of Losing, Suffering, Sacrificing, and Dying. <laughs> no, she has, she has only one requirement. She says that of anyone who's coming to preach before they pray during those prayer meetings, you can only preach about the cross. That's all. That's the only topic. We got to the area. I couldn't see any church in sight. Because we parked uh, maybe from here, you know, to the um, 
That road. What do you call is it Madame Catherine? Uh-huh. So we parked somewhere like Madame Catherine. And we started walking to the church. And as we walked, every road, road after road, chairs, human beings, screens. Are you there? I'm talking to you about a fruitful field counted for a forest. The roads were full. Nobody, you cannot move. Everything is full. Then they passed me through some place and I came through a side door. And there was only, if I was a little fatter, I couldn't have passed. Because <laughs> there was just some small distance from there to where I was coming to preach. Everything, human beings. Human beings. I said, Lord, today I've seen a forest. I've seen a, a dawn prayer meeting. Starts oh, yeah. yeah. A 4 a.m. prayer meeting. And I got there at four, and, and I mean, if I was a normal person, I couldn't have entered. I only entered because I was the preacher. Yeah. At 4 a.m. At 4 a.m. A forest. I'm talking to somebody about a forest. And then by the grace of God, I followed my father to Korea. Mm. And I said, this church that says they have so many people meeting, I want to see it. Hey, are you there? So we came to the church that everywhere was full, 12,000 people in one service. So I was watching and I said, okay, I want to see what's going to happen at the end of the service. At the end of the service, only the doors on one side were opened. Are you there? Everybody. Out. Close. Open. 12,000 in five minutes. Service has started. Hey! Charlie, can you imagine it? Oh, you see, you don't, you, I think you don't understand the English, that the, the English I'm saying. You don't understand it, you see. Hey! I said, so they'll close here. 12,000. The place seats 12,000. There was not a spare chair anywhere. It seats 12,000 people. Service is over. Are you there? We who are English speakers, there was a signboard for us. Obviously, we are visitors. We went as a group. Follow me. Everybody else. So we all went in one direction and out. As we got out, said so we finished going out. I stayed in because I want to see. So I stay in my place. Door open. New choir, new organist. New ashes, new door people, new everything. Ha! Second service has taken over. Like that. In five minutes. In five minutes. In five minutes. That church, that hall, has seven services. <laughs> it does not include the building for the Chinese does not include the building for the Indians, does not include the building. So they had different, you know, when they say they have 700,000 per Sunday, it's real. It's human beings. And what's going on there is going on. When you get to the place, you see the buildings, you think that you are in the town. You are not in the town. You are, are in the buildings belonging to the church. 
The children's ministry, you know, their building was a seven story. And we asked for who and who. They said, this whole thing is for children. Look, I think we, the Lord should open our eyes to, to see more. Yeah. Yeah. We need revelation. That is possible. It's possible that where you have your basenta meeting or whatever you do in the weekday, it's so full that you cannot. It's possible. You have to come and say, Reverend Kobe, I don't have anywhere to meet again. Then say, unless you people come here. Yeah. Hey, are you there? It's time for us to start to charge to church. If you don't run to sit on the bus, the bus will be full. And it is real. I've watched one of our bishops. He has paid sometimes his own money. He has gone to Korea year after year after year. And each year he goes, he's learning something different. He's looking at something different. He's studying something different. Last year, was it last, yeah, last year, I sent a few of my people to his church. They came back and told me that when the bus arrives, one guy told me, he said, we went to the place. Say we're going to do basin. Basin, don't we go around and call the people? He said, when they arrived here, the, the girl just stood there. He said, oh, are we not going anywhere? He said, no, 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 no. He just wait. Bus came. Bus full. More and more come next week. Why? Just say, I have human beings. If you don't charge and come. Next week. You know, but when I thought about it, it made sense. I said, this man, he has followed that thing. He has gone with our father year after year after year after year. Something. When the spirit be poured upon us from on high, the wilderness will be a fruitful field. And the fruitful field will be counted for a forest. I want you to stand to your feet tonight. You know, I think you agree with me if I say the only thing we can do is to pray for that spirit. Do we need to pray for anything again? I think it's only the Holy Spirit. Because this is the same spirit that was moving Jesus. That made him preach to the poor. That made him give sight to the blind. That made him bind up the broken hearted. It's the same spirit. Tonight, let's just pray for the Holy Spirit. Let's just pray for the Holy Spirit. Just pray tell him that you need him he comes where he's needed he comes where he's welcomed he comes where where we long for him he comes Zedebre, 
Zedebre Kabro Karaba Tata Zarabra Karabra Karabra Zedebre Kabro 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 Zarabaraba Tata Praba Zedebre Kabro Karaba Tarabra Karabra 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 Zedebre Kabra Tarabra Zarabra 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 Kadabra, Karabra, 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 Zedebre, Kerebre, Hidabra, Karabra, Hidabra, Tarabra, 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 Kadabra, Sharaba, Karaba, Hidabra, 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 Cabra, Carabra, Zadabra, Carabra, Tarabra, 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 Hidebre, Cabro, Cabra, Tarabra, Zedabra, Rabra, Cabra, Bata, Zedebre, Kerebre, Cabra, Brabra, Brabra, Hidabra, Hidabra, Terebre, Hidabra,
tonight we just sing Spirit of God open our eyes that we may see open our eyes that we may see open our eyes that we may see help us to see that you have more for us more more for us more for us to do more for us somebody you are standing at the crossroads and you are struggling tonight he's opening your eyes you just need to say yes and amen just yes and amen just yes and amen oh, yes. yes and amen oh. he'll sort out the different oh, yes. things concerning you oh, yes. just yes and amen oh. this is a time oh yes Oh, you just want to desire the Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. Just desire the Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. Just desire the Holy Spirit. Oh, yes. Just desire to know Him. Have your way. Desire to hear Him. Desire to walk with Him. Desire to obey Him. Oh, yes. Yes. Hold on a minute. Hold on for me. You know, somebody, you keep on saying that. You're saying that I, I can't hear him. You hear him, but when you hear him, you say, that's my mind. That's my thought. You need to understand that you don't normally think. Let alone like that. You don't think. It's not your mind. Often, he's, he put that thought there. He put that idea there. It's not that difficult to hear. Yeah. Tonight he's working on some people. You know, you just want to say, Lord, help me to submit myself to your spirit. To hear and say, Amen. I heard you, I heard you, I heard you. I heard you, I heard you. Oh, yes. Tonight we're asking him for fresh oil. Fresh oil. Tonight we're saying, Lord, we want to swim in that oil. Somebody is only ankle deep, but you're saying, Lord, I want to have that oil waist high. I want to have that oil shoulder high. I want to swim in it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, Spirit of God, tonight, meet us where we are. Fresh oil tonight, Lord. Fresh oil, Lord. Fresh oil, Lord. Fresh oil. Fresh oil. Somebody, he's working on your desire. It's your desire that is lacking. Oh, but tonight he's working on your desire. Ah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. He's working on your desire. Ah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Stay with it. Stay with it. Stay with it. Stay with what you were playing earlier. I see the King of Glory. Oh, yes. Tonight he's here for you. He came because of us. He came because of us. He came because of us. Somebody you were losing hope, but if you allow him, he's going to refresh that hope. Somebody you've been feeling so dead and so tired, but tonight he's ministering to you and refreshing you. Oh, yes. 
Oh yes. Ah. Thank you. Thank you. Oh yes. 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 Receive a touch of the spirit tonight. Receive a touch of the spirit tonight. Oh yes. Oh refreshing, 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 refreshing. Refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. Refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. Oh Oh Jesus, oh Jesus. Hosanna, 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 
I hadn't planned to do this tonight, but I sense in my spirit that there are a few people, you just feel God is dealing with you tonight. Just allow me to pray with you. Just come very quickly. It's not ministration night, but you just really feel that something is changing for you. Just come. I want to add my prayer to that. Just step out of where you are. But something is changing for you. Just feel that the Lord is just reaching out to you tonight. And I just want to add my prayer to yours. Oh, Jesus. And as you come, just keep those hands lifted. And just say, Lord, you know where I'm standing. Just continue to pray tonight. Just continue to pray tonight. Oh, Jesus. Just continue to pray as you stand. Jesus. Jesus, continue to touch your people. Continue to deal with your people. Oh, yes. When I just touch my hands, I'm just touching you and my faith with yours. Then you just thank you, Lord. Father, whatever you're doing, Lord, just finish it. Just complete it. Please just help her gently to the back. When I pray for you, you can take your seat. Oh, Jesus. Spirit of God, we ask for a fresh touch. A fresh touch, Lord. A fresh touch of God. A fresh touch of God. Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord. It's another day. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. May your eyes be open to see that there's something ahead of you. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. You can't imagine it. But just receive it in your spirit. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it in your spirit. Just let us Thank you, Jesus. Just bring this one to me. Just come. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Don't let it go down. If I've laid my hands on you, you can go back. Oh Jesus. Father, touch your children tonight. Lord, make a difference. Make a difference. Make a difference. If I prayed for you, just go back to your seat. I'm just joining my faith with yours tonight. I'm just joining my faith with yours tonight. I'm just joining your faith, my faith to yours. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, God. A fresh touch tonight. A fresh spirit tonight, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Father, tonight we ask you for a fresh beginning. A new start, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Lord, thank you for every fruit that has been born. But Lord, we're saying it's not enough, Lord. Oh, we read about Peter and we see that you gave him 3,000. And Lord, our hearts are touched and we want to be fruitful. We want it to be a forest. And that's why we come here tonight, oh God. A fruitful forest. A fruitful forest. A fruitful forest. In the name of Jesus. Bear fruit about that which you have fought. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. 
come, just come, just come. As I walk oh, yes. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Father, touch your children tonight. Let there be a difference. Oh, there shall be a performance because of the opening to the word, because of the presence of your spirit. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. In the name of Jesus. Father, help from above. Help from above. Help from above. Thank you. Thank you for making a way. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Lord. Thank you for making a way. Thank you for a fresh start, Lord. Oh, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Make a way, Lord. Oh, yes. May your eyes open to see what is not physical. May your eyes open. May your ears open. A new desire, a new vision is coming on you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Just continue to pray. Just keep up the spirit. Just keep it up. Just keep it up. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. She should just join the line. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Thank you. Continue to pray. As we come to a close, okay. Thank you. we give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we are grateful. We give you praise. We give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-E-D-S-E. God richly bless you.